Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the 5Ws podcast. Today we are looking at episode 6 of The Bad Batch. I'm Maka and I'm here with AJ. So let's get started. Who? The stars of this episode are Trace and Rafa Martez, sisters who are working for some capacity for the rebellion against the empire. What? Episode six of The Bad Batch. Are we there yet? <laughs> where? This episode is mostly set on Karelia. Isn't that where Han Solo is from or something? I think it is. I'm, I'm sure it's in the Solo movie, but I forgot most of that for some reason. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's my go. <laughs> <laughs> when? Set directly after the last episode. Imaginative. Why? Another side quest story. While this one was a little better than some of the other ones, has the plan been all along to pad the, out this entire series with side quests? Start. Back at Sid's bar, and the gang are teaching Amiga how to use her bow gun. She thinks that hitting the target three times makes her professional. That was three out of 12, Amiga. So, kids these days. So, this bow and arrow laser thing is going to be Omega's signature weapon. Little girl Legolas, indeed. <laughs> I guess the producers thought it would be better than waving around a handgun around the whole time. And that's the other reason I can think for that, of, you know, that style mm -hmm. of weapon. Uh, I, you know, it looks more noble, I guess. I'm sure they could have figured out a more feeble weapon if they'd have tried, maybe some sort of laser slingshot, if they put their minds to it. Rekka says what I think about Amiga. <laughs> Sid has a job for the gang to locate a tactical droid. Tech tries to butt in and give the dictionary meaning to what a tactical droid is, but Sid shuts him down with an insult. Shut the fuck up, goggles. Funny how we never saw one of those clever tactical droids during the prequel trilogy, eh? I can't remember one. No. It's almost like they just made it up for this show. So with the heat on them, it makes sense to not lie low and take on a job. Uh, Sid, you sure about this? Nobody will notice, lol. <laughs> the gang take on the job after Sid shows Noodle Arms Amiga how to use her crossbow and hits the bullseye three times with ease. Maybe Sid can take on the crosshair role in the gang? Yeah, great. Sid nailing the target with the bow thingy is one of the more, more impressive things that I've seen this season. They should take her on the mission. Leave Amiga behind to run the bar. The bar flies, Hammerhead and whoever, seem to like her. Yep. After hitching a ride with their shuttle attached to a cargo ship, the gang arrive on Corellia to start the job in locating the tactical droid. They locate the Cash of Cans building where you can trade in your old scrap robots for cash. Never seen that hitching a lift trick before. Never. <laughs> they climb a ladder to sneak into the building. And this is where we find out Wrecker is afraid of heights. When did that start? We've seen him in other episodes up high and no problems. Maybe that chip issue is starting to raise its head again. Uh, don't give them excuses. Uh, yeah, you would think that a fear of heights is not a quality they would want in a clone trooper. He seems to get over it pretty fast at, at times, though. Inside, we see scrap robots being melted down. 
Wait, didn't they go to this place in Toy Story 3? <laughs> Hunter gives each of the gang their orders to complete the job. Wrecker has a whinge. For soldiers, these guys do have a strange idea of accepting orders at times. Echo goes R2-D2 again by inserting his hand into the computer to locate the information on the tactical droid. Yeah, well, it's not like they can make proper robot hands for people in the Star Wars universe, eh? <laughs> of course it's Amiga who locates the droid, well, the head of it, as it's already been dismantled. Looks like the gang have some competition for the head as someone swoops in and pinches it from the conveyor belt. Look out! Something interesting and unexpected happened. Who would have thought? Amiga runs into the other member of the opposition and aims her bow at them. We learn her name is Rafa. Any relation to the tennis player? These girls fight better than the Bad Batch any day. Rafa's sidekick, who has the head, runs into the boys. Her name is Trace. Noodle Arms Amiga accidentally releases a laser bolt after a struggle with Rafa and causes a hole breach. Fifteen love the Rafa. The workers bust the gangs and create a security breach, which lock the gangs in and release the police droids. Some fairly well choreographed action here. What's going on compared to other episodes? Oh my God. <laughs> so now each of the gangs have to work out a way to get out of the cash can center and evade the police droids. No problem. The police bots, even though they still can't shoot for shit, seem to be better fighters than the normal Roger Roger crap ones. Why is this the case? Maybe Roger Roger ones should have had the police duties and the police bots should have been doing the fighting for the fighting, fighting against the Republic, eh? Unfortunately, hilarity prevails and the tactical droid's head is fumbled around like a wet cake of soap and ends up back on the conveyor belt to the melting pot. Amigo and Trace go after the head for each of their gangs, while Hunter and Rafa flirt with each other while blasting police droids. Amiga is first to the droid head and is pursued by Trace. Echo shuts down the power and tells Wrecker to head to the reboot switch. Of course, nobody thinks to shoot or even stun each other at this point, even though the Bad Batch was stunning factory workers earlier in the episode. There's one, set for stun. Unfortunately, the walkway to the switch is missing and Wrecker starts to have those vertigo height issues but manages to swing across to the platform where he bangs his head again. What is the point of wearing his helmet if it doesn't protect his head? We get a preview of what it's going to be like later when Wrecker has a proper headache meltdown later this season. It's coming, don't worry. Amiga gets tackled by some scrap metal and loses the ball. I mean the droid head. And Trace goes and picks it up and jogs off. Wrecker's headache concussion really hurts and he falls unconscious after taking a blast from the police droids. Yes, we get it. Wrecker, headache, bad. <laughs> Actually, you know what would be, would be great? It would be if it just led nowhere. His headaches just mysteriously just go away. You know, in, instead of the meltdown, we can, you know, just, just, just do something that is different to what we're anticipating because we can see he's going to have a big meltdown later on. It's like, just don't freaking do it. Just just tease us. What the hell? Just something interesting anyway. Amiga is caught under the scrap that tackled her and is heading for the melting pot. She radios Hunter that she needs help. What episode hasn't she needed help? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Hunter and Rafa head towards Amiga. 
This must have gotten Macker excited. Omega <laughs> in danger, possibly about to die. Sure, it'll happen. Actually, if, if she had have been hurt that way, it would have been the same way that she, you know, that, that her um, clone father was crippled so bad by the lava in Revenge of the Sith. But anyway. <laughs> Trace grows a conscious and helps Amiga with help from Hunter before she can fall into the melting pot. See, it's nice to help people. Cue that Orco PSA for the end of the episode, AJ. Oh, no, not again! The gangs team up and work on a way to get out of the Kasha Can Center. Teamwork! Yay! Now that's deserving of the Orco lesson, but anyway. <laughs> of course, things are about to get worse with a larger contingent of police droids on the way. They work out a way to use the droid head into waking up other scrap droids to take on the police droids after a lame joke involving Echo. Don't be quick to judge. According to Facebook fans of the show, this was one of the funniest jokes ever. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, God. <laughs> Me and my wife were nearly falling off the lounge. It was so funny. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's not that funny. Anyway. Rekka wakes from his beauty nap and takes out the surrounding police droids by jumping down from a height. What happened to that vertigo? And what happened to the headache? The plan works and the battle droids take out the police droids. How are they still armed? I thought the Empire was short for a buck and should have recycled these droids. Apparently pistols and rifles were being dropped into the furnace without blowing up. Funny that and convenient. Unfortunately, a stray laser blast knocks the droid head out of Tracer's hands, but Omega shows her bow skills to save her. The head is a write-off. Omega's bow skills suddenly got real good all of a sudden. Those didn't have to be, build up those stringy arms too much, apparently. Just, just had to, what was it? Just had to learn to focus or concentrate or whatever shit they said. The gangs make it back to Rafa and Tracer's ship and they fly off. The mission for each gang hasn't been a success. And we find out why Rafa and Trace were after the droid head. It looks like it contains some information that could have helped the rebels against the Empire. I don't know how it could help the rebels. Just another boring setup. Yawn. They arrive back at the gang's shuttle and Amiga offers to buy them a beer at Sid's if they ever in town. Hunter hands Rafa a USB stick containing the information downloaded from the tactical droid everyone was after. I hope Tech made a copy. I doubt that he did make a coffee. They, copy. they pretty much decided that they want to work for the Rebels in this episode, even though they don't really know where they are going or what they are doing. What point there? Each fly off on their separate ways. Rafa hollow calls some mysterious person and lets them know where the Bad Batch can be found. Now, this one's caused a lot of debates on Facebook and that sort of thing. But the mysterious person must be Bail Organa. Um, other people have suggested other characters from the expanded universe slash legends canon, but it really needs to be somebody from the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I saw one that, uh, that mentioned Osaka because Osaka's R2 unit was called R7, but uh, the colors on the R2 units were different. Yeah, I really don't think so. I saw even some other weird character I've never heard before mentioned. I was like, what would be the point for that? That would only impress people who do watch or read all of the EU canon. True, yeah. 
Um, like I say, it's got to be somebody from the movies that the broader audience can recognize. And Bail Organa, it has to be, because it certainly can't be Obi-Wan or Yoda, because they didn't seem to have, show any interest in helping the Rebel Alliance. Ooh, controversy. <laughs> okay. Uh, All of the urgency of tracking down the bounty hunter seems to have disappeared in this episode. It's like, eh, just run off and let's do some side quests. Who cares who's creeping up on us or anything like that? So, yeah, good. The other thing I'll make a point up point about so early is how about some armored gear for Omega? You would, you would think they would be able to steal, make, or buy something for her. She's just going around wearing that dicky bloody Camino outfit, which... Once again, everybody knows how she's dressed, so it just makes it more of a target. What do you think? Oh, I wanted to get a shot. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, well, that's not going to happen, is it? So, no, I know, I know. But, you know. By the time somebody gets around to shooting her, she'll probably have developed her forced powers that she got from her <laughs> father, um, Anakin Skywalker, and be able to do, um, deflect the, deflect, deflect the uh, laser bolt like um, Kylo Ren did in uh, Force Awakens. That's my <laughs> And I'm sticking to it, and I'm right. <laughs> so they better put a post-it note up for the writers of the next episode. This show, believe it or not, has a character called Crosshair. Some people might have heard of him. And it also has a Gronk or Gonk droid. Uh, no Gonk this episode, however, so we were... <laughs> like I say. Gronk. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going. But, but it's, it's, it's really just sort of like why you know the way they were going all gung-ho at the start with bloody crosshair interacting with freaking um tarkin and all that sort of stuff and on camino and all that sort of and and it's just it's like how long has it been now several episodes like oh let's just forget about that so yeah and that that just leads into what i'm going to say here the same question i ask every week what is this show i expected it to be an ongoing thing leading somewhere but it seems to have gotten lost in distractions, diversions, and side quests, and no big main singular direction. Certainly nothing mentioned this episode, and you know, there are other previous directions. We're going to go to a planet and hide out somewhere, which they dropped anyway. Mm. So, I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just, like, to me, like, the way this, this episode sort of ended, it's just kind of like, the writers, you're only allowed to have a thousand words. If you use yeah. them all up, we end the show episode. And then it's just like, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, we've got everything done now. Yeah. We're just going to fly off. Like I say, few no, credits. Yeah. The, the only thing is a vaguely, vague lead into something else. It's like, you know, the, the girls talking to whoever was leading the mm-hmm. rebellion. It's like, big whoop. Be more interesting if they, off into the distance and then you see bloody um crosshairs ship going after them or something like that yeah, that, yeah, would, that would make sense yeah. yeah that would make sense and or, or a bounty hunter ship going after them or follow it, it just just oh my god just just to make you go oh i wonder what's going to happen next instead of oh they're just going to go back to sid and sid's going to have another pissy fucking quest yeah, for another 10 episodes of that <laughs> yeah yeah well that, that seems to be how the season's going at the moment it's mm. and and is this what i i don't know is, is this what the clone wars was like is this what rebels was like i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna sit down and watch all of them going going by what people have said in the past i don't think they'll completely like this i think they had more of an ongoing sort of thing 
and it would make sense. You know, I don't know. So action-wise, I thought it was a bit more intelligent than normal, a bit. Uh, Wrecker's Fear of Heights came out of nowhere and only seems to, only seemed to serve the plot. So yeah, is yeah. this something they're going to maintain? Or as you suggested, is it just going to be, because he's getting the headaches, he gets the vertigo now. <laughs> Show. I mean, I, I I did start to get a bit bored with all the, like, I don't know. I just sort of wanted it to be the the when the police were after him and shooting, and it just seemed to be like, it just seemed to be taking ages. Yeah, and it just kind of like, and that's what I mean. Like, they could have put on another sort of scene, or they went back to Sids and Sids chewed their ass before not bringing back the data or something like. But no, just more like pew pew pew. I mean, not that I got anything against pew pew pew, but like, oh, it's, it's a boring like, pew pew. Yeah, just sort of like, okay, right, we've seen that sort of thing. Let's get on with it. And no, and then it's like, ah, oh, okay. I know. It would it would probably make it um there's ways they could have improved that. Um, they would have made it more interesting if from the start they had have given each team member a very different and distinctive weapon. As like mm-hmm. Wrecker, you'd give him something like the um chain gun that uh Rhinox used to have in Beast Wars, because that used to <laughs> go off. You know what I mean? Just just like, oh, brrr, you know. oh I think we're going to show um, too many guns in this show. <laughs> Kids will get ideas. <laughs> yeah, but they're just the pissy little pew pew guns. You, you would, you, you know, know. Very, very rarely do you see anything that's a more high powered weapon. You never see anything that can just literally blow things into a million pieces or anything like that. And, and for a show like this, where they're supposed to be a specialist fucking. Um, sort of commando team sort that's of that's true yeah that's true it's oh like, no but but hunter uses his knife <laughs> oh yeah yeah let's go the other way yeah i can stab you but i'm a droid oh well, i <laughs> my knife at you then you know it's it, it you know give, give somebody give somebody a shoulder mounted predator bloody laser gun or rocket launcher or something like that uh just just anything to to liven it up a bit because uh I, I, I don't know, yeah, but it is it is fairly dull. Um, even the way it's shot, you could actually shoot it in ways to actually make it look a lot more exciting than what it does because essentially just the police boss just run up, they go pew, and then somebody pews them, and that's it. They just fall down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, boring. <laughs> Next, uh, and it's, it's like, yeah, there, there are ways to make these things more interesting, more fun. That's why I didn't mind a lot of the jumping around and that sort of stuff. That at least was interesting uh you know that i think i think it should have been tighter edited i i, I just mean it just it yeah. just felt it lagged a bit in, yeah. i mean I, like I said i enjoyed the jumping around but it just sort of like uh, okay let's just quicken up a bit like you know let's get on with it yeah yeah even when the even when the roger rogers and the other ones you know came alive towards the end even that was a bit so like who cares yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they've always been like that they that, that's another classic example you have the roger rogers you have the ones that are slightly bigger than the Roger Rogers, but essentially, essentially just have the same gun. They just got a different style body. They, they fight exactly mm. the same way. And uh, you know, you, what, would, what would have been good if, would have been if some of those um, destroyer ones had have turned up. Now, that would have been cool. True. Yeah, that would have been cool. Shields and the Maybe big... next episode. <laughs> well, you know, the, the war with the things over, so I'm not really supposed to see much of this anyway. I think they're just cheating a bit then too. I don't know. So, you know, um, I was, I was, I'd give this probably a three, three and a half out of five W's for rating. Uh, it was okay. I don't, but I still 
don't think this show is going in the right direction if it's going in any direction at all. What do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'll give it a pass, which is what, two and a half? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, like two and a half. I don't, I don't want to give it a three. <laughs> I'm only giving it a three compared to the previous episodes. Uh, you know, that, that's all it is. It's just, it, it's a slight cut above some of the other stuff. The action made a little bit more sense than some of the other ones. They weren't trying to take stupid boots off bloody spaceships or anything like that, which was freaking ridiculous. So they haven't quite gone back to that sort of thing. I don't know what that's down off. It's just down to the writing or direction or what the deal is with it. Um, but yeah. They, Filler. They, yeah, well, they, they've got to start jazzing this up at some point. And when, mm. and when, if, if when Crosshair ever comes back, he's, he's got to be able to um, kick some serious ass as well and scare the crap out of them. So I don't know. I, I think they need, I, the controversial stuff, I think they need to kill one of them. Amiga? <laughs> yeah, let's be realistic. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I know they're all specialized and all that sort of stuff, but I think for a, at least a season closer to have it, them suffering some sort of loss would make sense for this show. Maybe Hunter, mm. maybe, maybe Omega can take over. God. <laughs> well, you wouldn't expect Hunter to die, would you? No, but, true. But he doesn't. I reckon, I reckon you might be right. Yeah. But I reckon it won't be a death. I reckon it would be because I, I, I haven't seen an actual image of it. But I think with the Hasbro Black Series figures, yeah, Echo gets a hand. Now, maybe Echo gets blasted and. I don't know, gets captured or, or not captured, but like gets repaired somewhere and more cyber, cybernetic stuff happens to yeah, him and his amazing. hand turns into something. Maybe that's a way to, I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm sure his figure is supposed to, supposedly has a hand. I know in the in the Lego series that's coming out of, with yeah. them and the shuttle, he has yeah. both hands. And there's supposed okay. to be another character who actually has had, uh, you know, like the, the pointy... You know, the, I don't know what do you think that's that's called the thing that probe, he accesses the computer, it. the yeah. probe, the thing that he accesses the computers and that with. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have done that with the figure, but he actually has two hands. So I think that might be a maybe a hint of what could be happening in the future. But but this gets back to my whole point I made earlier on. It's like I don't know why he's got the probe for the hand like that when he could be given, you know, a Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. have a probe as a freaking finger or something like that. You know what I mean? It's 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 just a little bit. It's incons. It's an inconsistency. And it's I know. Bit- I know why. I know why. So we what? can make a whole episode out of it. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Filler, filler. Oh. I, you know the the worst thing I remember of that was was going back to the 1980s and the original Transformers series. I'm getting a bit off tack, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, they, uh, you remember the original Transformers series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a whole episode dedicated to saving the character Wheeljack. Oh, really? A whole okay. episode <laughs> dedicating to dedicated to saving him. Something had happened to him, and they were bending over backwards to save him. All that sort of stuff. And then the Transformers movie came along, and they bumped him off in the first five minutes. <laughs> and 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 they nobody made a big deal. He's just lying there dead, and somebody just looked at the, his dead corpse. I was like, man, we had a whole episode dedicated to saving him. And there he is, just gone. So, 
but but yeah, that that so yeah, to fix up what's his name's hand would be in the same sort of logic to me is like, oh my god, I, I don't know. I I just like I said, I just think uh, these characters need more character. You know, despite your dislike of Omega, she's the only one with a distinctive character that you, know, you could get the other ones mixed up so badly. I certainly get Echo and bloody Tech, whatever his fucking name is, mixed up all the time. Mm. Because, yeah, I did with that episode. Of that yeah, because I pretty much, like, Echo is sort of doing Tech's job for, yeah. for, for, for sorts of stuff. And I'm something, I don't understand that. But as I said, we haven't watched the previous incarnations of, the, of these guys in Rebels or, or Clone yep. Wars or whatever they were in what, and why. Because uh, it sounds well, from looks of things, Echo wasn't always what Echo looked like. Looks like now. Yeah. So, messed up. so whenever they they obviously made him, well, you know, you saw him turn into a cyborg, or, or don't yeah. want to say he is a definitely a cyborg. But you know what well, I mean? He's got like, a bit of a lobot cybernetics and stuff. On, yeah, lobo so head, lobot yeah. head, and yeah, 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 that sort of thing. But like, like I say, it's it's just so easy to get him mixed up. And I know a lot of people, oh, they're all done by the same, voice by the same person. It's like, I think it really runs against this lot because uh, the only one who's got a really distinctive voice is friggin' Wrecker. And that's about yeah. it. So all, a lot of the other ones I could just get mixed up. And if it was in a room with no lights on, I wouldn't be able to tell one from the other. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's like, oh, I can feel your probe. Oh, there. Echo's probe, yeah. <laughs> I can feel your probe. Where are you putting that? <laughs> could have warmed it up. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I think we've had about as much fun as we can. Yeah. See, we're making our own fun. Yeah, I know. we're making our own storylines because it's more interesting. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, give give us a go. We, even just a five minute skit. I'm sure we could do something more interesting than the average episode of this crap. So yeah. All right. So we'll leave our dear listeners there. Yeah. <laughs> Both yeah. <laughs> give us some feedback give us some feedback come on people feedback. tell us we suck well I, I, that, <laughs> what i'm what i'm gonna do is that that picture i sent you of the two girls that you sent back to me with one of the thing i'm gonna put it up on the facebook group that i took that took it from i'm just just so <laughs> the owner or you know or the person who did it comes on and says i did that and i didn't get any credit <laughs> <laughs> i'll say you put all the fucking corporate logos on it so you can just suck it up, buddy. <laughs> sort of artistic license. You know, if you're going to still make it a piece of advertising. So anyway, yeah. So I'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll wrap it up there. So thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a good day. And stay tuned for more action-packed podcasts about this action-packed series in the future. <laughs> Catch you later. See you later, motherfucker. In today's story, you saw what happened when Yucker sneezed and accidentally blew into the horn of evil. He was just playing around and didn't mean to do anything wrong, but the results were just as bad. Of course, there aren't any horns of evil in your house, but there are many things that can be just as dangerous. Many people have been hurt because they were careless and played with things like knives and matches and glasses and tools. So as He-Man always tells me, playing is fine, but play it safe.